Hello, and welcome to episode 149 of Dude and the Monkey. My name is Ian Loring, and as always, I am joined by... Uh, Mark Foster. Hello, everybody. And uh, this week, we... <clears throat> well, to be fair, the feature review's probably not going to take too much time. Uh, we're we're going to be looking at The Forest, uh, the Natalie Dormer direct- uh, star- sorry, starring uh, horror... Because uh, there was nothing else out this weekend. There really, really wasn't. Uh, I mean, like, I'd Grimsby, nah. Nah. So, um, but we're, you know, we're going to be talking some Oscars. So, um, and some what we watched and whatnot. So, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have enough to justify a show, I think. Um, oh, easily, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I will say as well, um, I am on the on the untapped breweries UPA tonight. Oh, the untapped yeah. Pale Ale. Which, it's fragrancy as fuck. Yeah, the um, untapped stuff often is. And it um, it kind of, it kind of tastes like if you put like twenty five percent of the drink with cider into a pale <laughs> ale. It's really weird. Yeah, it does sound a little bit strange. I think I've had that one before though, and it is a little bit peculiar. It yeah, lingers. lingers. Yeah, it does. It's not bad. Um, it's just, it's. I think it's an acquired taste. I don't know whether I'd particularly choose it again, but if someone bought me a pint, I think I'd be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that was pretty much how I felt about it. But, you know, 4.5%, so, it, it, you know, it's okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, uh, dudeandamonkey at gmail.com, at Ian Loring, at dudefoss, at dudeandamonkey. Uh, Mark, anything been happening this week that you want to get off your chest? Uh, no, no, it's 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 it's, it's all all oh, Oscars. It's been all Oscars pretty much this week, hasn't it? Let's be honest. It's mm. it's everything's been a build up to that, really. I think there'll be a there's a fair amount to discuss. I think from the the event itself. Mm. Oh, and uh, by the way, I think I finally nailed the video, so hopefully this should be in split screen and shouldn't be nearly as jerky as last week. I um, t- technical issues with with that on my end, but uh, yeah, this should hopefully and like. Hopefully this will be how it stays now. So sorry, you've got more in my face and less in marks. So, uh, <laughs> which is very likely a, a not a win. It's very much a loss. Um, so let's do some trailers. Yep. Um, what trailers have? What trailers have you seen this week? Well, Mark? well, before before um, before I do uh, trailers. Uh, have you seen the TV spots yet for Batman vs Superman? Um, I think I saw one the other day. Yeah. Have you seen the Turkish Airlines ones yet? No, no. What? I swear to God, Turkish Airlines are the official flight sponsor of um, the uh, of Batman vs Superman. Flight sponsor. So, yep, yeah, official airline of the film. Okay. Right. Their adverts are. There's two of them. They're essentially, they've done an advert for Turkish Airlines saying they are now flying to Gotham City. And Batman is, uh, but Bruce Wayne is like the, the star of the advert. Yeah. And they're the one flying now to Metropolis. And Lex Luthor is the sort of star of that advert. And they're done just like normal like airline adverts. 
as if they're going to a new destination is Gotham City and a new destination is um, Metropolis. So what does it does? It does say like Batman versus Superman at the end. Though, at the end, yeah, the advert finishes and then it comes up Batman versus Superman. But but right. yeah, they're done properly as as just like adverts, which we've not seen before, and it, it, it's it's actually really very clever mm. to be honest. Um, it's it's quite amusing when it first started. I'm like, what? All right, really? An, an airline? Oh, you got a Gotham? That's fucking weird. When's it going to be kind of like the laugh moment? But no, it is done. It is done poker straight mm. on both of them. So that was quite peculiar. I'm sure I will see it. I mean, it comes out in just over three weeks, and I've got a feeling that the marketing here on in is just going to be, yeah, incessant. You know. Yeah, uh, trailers-wise, uh, not that many, because I think with it being Oscars, they've just not really bothered, really, mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Light Between the Oceans, uh, the new uh, Derek Sanfran's film, starring um, Alicia Vikander, uh, Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. and Rachel Weiss. Um Terrible title, um, The Light Between Oceans. Uh, to be fair, The Place Beyond the Pines is an amazing it, it, title. No, it's not, no. Um I mean, because of the cast and because of the director, the trailer is a little bit ploddy. Makes, yeah, it, look very, makes it look very bleak. It's pretty wishy-washy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but but then again, but based on the people that are in it and the people that the guy who's re- wrote it and directed it, I am very much on on board. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. Um, the man who knew Infinity, uh, Dev Patel and Jeremy Irons. Uh, in a, a trailer that was so boring, I, I I switched off about thirty seconds into it to be honest, and that's a fucking trailer. Uh, so yeah, I won't be watching that ever. Mm. Uh, and the other one I watched was uh, Maggie's Plan, the Julianne Moore, Greta Gerwig, uh, Ethan Hawke, Bill Hader, Maya Rudolph comedy. Have you seen anything about this? Uh, no, I I know of it, but I haven't seen the trailer. How? Uh, it looks like one of those films that it is going to be nowhere near as funny as it thinks it is. Okay. It, it, it's done a little bit. It, it, it's definitely not going for... It's almost going for like a screwball comedy kind of thing, mm. which is a bit weird, uh, which could either work really, really well and could be fantastic, or it could be one of those ones where you finish watching it and you go, I know who's going to like this. Or, no, I know the sort of people who are going to say they like this rather than people are going to actually like it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it a go. It looks... Mm, the first half of it is, 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 is a bit dull, but then the second half you start to go, do you know what, there might be something there. Okay. Hmm. Uh, have you seen anything? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, just the, uh, the teaser for Pete's Dragon. Uh, which is I saw um, that as well, yeah. Yeah, this this is interesting. It's um, I think it's written and directed by um, David Lowry, who um, who did Eight Men Body Saints, mm. uh, which is it's it's interesting. It's like um, the guy who did Listen Up, Philip. I think um, Alex Ross Perry, I think his name is. Um, like he's writing the new Winnie the Pooh film. Yeah, and it's like this really. Weird, like, thing that Disney seem to be doing of just getting unexpected directors in to, mm. like, Kenneth Branagh with Cinderella, even, you know. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, it, it looks, 
I don't know. There's not much to it, in fairness. No, there's not. Um, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Pete's Dragon, the original, and um, I was kind of surprised that this looks like it's modern day and in a somewhat realistic setting, which I, I think is interesting. Um, yeah. It's been raised before, but the poster looks so very much like the Where the Wild Things Are poster, it's untrue. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm intrigued enough. We'll see. It's out, it's out in August. It could be a, an interesting late summer thing, or it could just be... It looks like it could either be a surprise, or it could just be a maudlin, melancholy, slightly boring piece. And I'm yeah. not too sure which way it's going to go. It, it looks like it'll be one of those films that makes $350 million, yet you'll know nobody that's been to see it. Yeah, 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 that's a good way of putting it. But um, that, that's it for me, actually. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's all I call Like I said, it was quite a, it was a quiet week, I think, with, with, with Oscars happening, Hollywood had, had other shit to think about. So I'll tell you what, I mean, should we talk Oscars and then maybe do The Forest more as a kind of like part of what we watch and we'll just both talk about that? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to do that. Happy yeah. To do that. yeah, cool. So Mark actually stayed up for the Oscars. I did um, indeed. Uh, his wife made him. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I was going to anyway, to be honest. I was I was always going to watch it. Um <laughs> You know, it's one night a year, so you know, and I, I had I had the day off today anyway, so it was it was all right for me to be honest. Yeah, I mean, in in, in fairness, if I wasn't um, like work commitments, I would have done the same, and I very I, like I plan on staying up for it next year. It literally was they needed me to actually be in work and kind of on it today, so uh, it it was what it was. But um, I watched some highlights this morning at least. So I, I, I right the opening monologue pretty much spot on it was yeah it was it, it was fantastic um it, it i mean chris rock was kind of like the perfect guy to have um hosting this year mm. because you know i mean for a start off there's the obvious thing of the fact that he's a very successful um black entertainer you know stand-up comedian incredibly successful uh, a successful writer a successful actor really you know you've got to look at that you know um and also now a director, and you know, yeah, so there's that. But he's also a very smart guy. He's very socially smart as well. Not just socially aware, but socially smart. So he he, he tackled it in the perfect way of he he tackled the issue and tackled it head on, which is how I think it was the best way to do it. Mm. Uh, he explained his position of it from the way that he looks at it, but also he also then did kind of point the finger and go. But do you know what? You, you've you've blown it all fucking out this year. You've you've, you've latched onto it, and and essentially, uh, you know, called a few people out. You know, the calling Will Smith Jay, and Jada Pinkett. Pinkett Smith out. Yeah, that yeah. was I was that was stunning. You know that that was that that was clearly something that that kind of annoyed him in the sense that that, that let's be honest, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith mainly kind of chucked all of her toys out of the pram because her husband didn't get nominated for a film that nobody fucking cares about, that no fucker has seen. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of chucks everything out because she was pissed off that he didn't get nominated, but then blamed it on, used this as an excuse to have like a little hissy fit. Yeah. Uh, and I think Chris Rock was quite right in, in, in calling that. I, I thought it was a fantastic monologue. What I will say is, the it was great they dealt with it there and it continued to be a theme throughout but when it went to every skit was 
was about it. It started. He started to get a little bit like, is there anything else, or is or is this it? Because you have kind of, you kind of already dealt with this, but you keep you keep on going at it. But in saying that, uh, this is also just flew by. You know, three, three hours forty minutes, and it, it really did zing by. It was a, it was a, it was a very well paced Oscars. There was enough sort of skits uh, within it, um, and it, 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 it flowed quite nicely. It, it worked quite well, I thought, uh, as, as a whole. Because sometimes it can be, it can drag on uh, sometimes. Yeah, but... I mean, how how was how was like the middle section? Because I know that the, the Oscarations that we've done in the past, it seems like they get through quite a lot of awards in like the first hour or so and then it's not that many for about an hour hour and a half and then they just speed through them towards the end i mean how was it this time no it wasn't this time to be honest the awards pretty much came at at decent kind of intervals because i know we commented that they got through last year uh they they got through a a bunch of awards really fucking quickly yes they didn't this year it was more spaced out so you got your opening sort of um Awards to the start, so you, you know the, you, they set up with the um, the screenplays uh, and supporting actress, and then they moved on to the technical awards. Uh, but they interspersed it with the where they you know they talk about the best pictures mm-hmm. nominations throughout, and then you had sort of all. Then it, it came into um, cinematography was done quite early as well, um, and then it brought it in sort of actress and director and actor and, and, and picture. Uh, it was it was a lot better paced, I think. It was a lot better spread out uh, than, than, than previous ones. And the musical numbers kind of dropped at the at the right times, I, I, I thought. Um, and the skits didn't go on too long. Um, they were very much... The, the open monologue was, was long uh, and long enough and did, told everything. But Rock kind of gave up a little bit of his time to allowing um, the uh, essentially the presentation of the awards, um, so the people who are, are presenting the awards, so have a little bit of time themselves. So they did little skits, and that that worked out quite a lot better in some cases. In some cases, it was it was brutal and, and quite painful to the, be honest. I, the Sacha Baron Cohen and Olivia was Wilde awful. thing seemed was awful. Yeah, it, it was it it literally it, it, it was so misjudged. It was a character that was dated in 1999. Ali G. He has no place uh, in modern comedy, and it does. It very much does seem like Sasha Baron Cohen is kind of. It, he's been given so much rope that he has absolutely hung himself on it now. Uh, Grimsby has received horrible reviews uh, from everyone who's seen it. It would, it would seem. Apart from um, Bobby Collins for the Telegraph, and I think yeah, the Independent well. as well. Whoever uh, reviews for the Independent. Um... Seems yeah, quite like it as well, but yeah, yeah. What, what I would say is, it, 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 take out, it, let's say, exactly the same film, exactly the same film, exactly the same dialogue, everything is the same, except that's not Sasha Baron Cohen, it's Lee Francis doing a new character. Yeah. Right? Then they don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's yeah, it. He gets, a, he gets a lot of credence because he did, he did a, very, a, a very good satire with uh, Borat was an entertaining satire. But let's be honest, Ali G had him getting blown by a dog called Tupac. It was a terrible movie. Mm. The Dictator was an absolute piece of shit, mm. as was Bruno. So he's not got form. He gets a lot and a lot of kind of leeway uh, simply for the fact that he's Sasha Baron Cohen, which he kind of got to look at and go, 
how has he earned all of this? Uh, so that was terribly misjudged. But other ones worked really well. The, the Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling one, have you seen that yet? No, I've heard That was, it was fantastic. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially, uh, they, they come on and um, uh, they start presenting the award. And Ryan Gosling says, you know, we've got um, two Academy Awards between us. Um, and he, he sort of Russell Crowe goes, "Oh, have, have you won an Academy Award?" And he goes, "No." He's yeah. like, "Well, I've got one." He goes, "No, you've got two. He said, "No, I've got one." He's like, "No, I don't think you do. I think you've got you've got two. Said, you've not got any. So we'd only have we'd, we'd still only have one one or two as you think it is between us. Uh, I've got them, but you haven't got any." He went, "Yeah, but we're doing this as a team. So we've got two between." Yeah. And it just it, the pattern was fantastic, and it made you look at it and go. I want to see the nice guys now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see it now. Um, so that works out um, well. Um, Jared Leto and Margot Robbie was was amusing. Um, Sarah Silverman um, seemed like because she she and that she uh, presented uh, Sam Smith um, singing um, that terrible song that won an award, which I was actually happy about, which I'll give reasons for later on okay. when we go through all the awards. Um, uh, but she, all she did was basically bitch and moan about the misogyny of Bond, which felt a little bit like couldn't couldn't you just given it to somebody else and given her something else? Because it's kind of a little bit you've got Sam Smith who I I can't stand really. And we'll That's come a to fucking Smith weird pairing that Sarah Silverman introducing a Bond song. Yeah, and it felt it felt a little bit it felt a little bit like mean spirited is what it felt like. Mm. It, it felt like she'd. She picked that so she could complain about something because that's kind of her shtick. And I don't mind Sarah Silverman, but yeah, that that felt a little bit. What's it? Uh, Emily Blunt looked blazed. Looked looked like quite literally. I think I put on that looked like she'd smoked too many blunts yeah. because her eyes were just glazed over. That was quite amusing. Uh, but he said Altaro was squinting so much that he could barely read. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a good show to be honest. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, have you seen the um, Tracy Morgan Danish girl thing yet? No. They did like a little, a little kind of like video thing where they stopped talked about how they could get black actors um, into um, these prestige pictures. So, you know, the scene where Joy's introducing the mop in Joy uh, for the first time on QVC. Then oh Whoopi Goldberg yeah, when it all goes her. wrong. You mean? Or... Yeah, then Whoopi Goldberg yeah. behind her, essentially talking, talk as if she's talking to her using a mop. And then the, one of the scenes, the Danish girl was instead of Eddie Redmayne, it was Tracy Morgan oh, <laughs> in, a, in a dress, stroke himself eating a Danish. No, oh, okay, <laughs> which all was right. fantastic. Uh, so there was moments like that that, that really that really really worked. Uh, and Louis C.K.'s uh, introduction for best dramatic short, the uh, best documentary short, was magnificent. What he, did basically, he, do? he basically came out and said, you know, um, here all you are, all you people, you're gonna go home with your, you know, with your little men or whatever, all you millionaires are gonna go home to your big mansions. He said, I'm, prese- I'm presenting an award for best dramatic, for best documentary short. These people are doing it for the love of it. These people are going to make no money ever. So this is the first Academy Award that's going home in a Honda Civic. Basically, <laughs> 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 just it just went off on one, and it was fantastic. And it quite literally, you went, 
do you know what? If the Oscars had any balls, he'd be presenting it next year. But they, they, I don't think they'd quite go that far. Yeah. Because he's Chris Rock was fantastic, and he is he's about as far towards controversies they'll go. But they know they can keep him kind of reined in a little bit. Whereas Louis C.K. they wouldn't. He'd just say whatever the fuck he he thought. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else was there? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's so weird that one year that it was James Franco and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Like, that was... I can't believe that happened. Well, it, it, it's funny because I, I think you're best off um, going for... I mean, Hugh Jackman was very good uh, as when he, when he did it. He was very good. good um, yeah. But I think you're best off going for a comedian. You know, the, the, the 80s Billy Crystal played most of them and he was fantastic at it. Um, Chris Rock was very good. Uh, I, I thought Neil Patrick Harris tried too hard last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's... I wouldn't have a problem next year if, if Chris Rock did it again. And Chris Rock joked that uh, that Kevin Hart was going to do it next year because he keeps, keeps stealing all of his roles. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't surprise you if Kevin Hart did do it next year, to be honest. And it'd be quite, it'd be fine. It'd be, it'd be amusing. Um, but I think that's the kind of the the sort of the folks they want to get doing it. Let's face it. Next couple of years, The Rock's going to present it. Oh my way. god! How good would that be, though? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Even, though, even though then again, because you know he wouldn't be point. coming up with the material by himself, though. Like, he could well, perform it, but... Yeah, but you, you know he'd probably do the opening monologue dressed as a giant Oscar. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, so, yeah, so that was that was good. But should we, should we dip into the actual awards and go through the uh, awards themselves? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm having a look at a list here, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, apart from Mad Max, which... Fair play, got six out of its ten nominations. Yeah. Um, which is mental. Yeah, it was all technical, but good on it. It's amazing how spread out it was. And it has it was a really open year. And nothing, it was, yeah. You know, there were a few categories, but like so a lot of the categories, it didn't feel like there was a particular favourite. So, I mean, fair play. Uh, I mean, out of the, the, the big films, The Revenant, Mad Max... Bridge of Spies, Spotlight, The Big Short, The Danish Girl, Room, Hateful Eight, Ex Machina, Inside Out, all all got at least one. Yeah. You know, I mean that that's a that's a pretty good spread. And um I mean there, there were some shutouts. I mean, we have had this debate, but Carol not getting anything I was annoyed by. I'll I, I'll be honest. When we go through the actual awards themselves, you can kind of say which one you, you think okay, it, yeah, it, 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 it should have got. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going by a list on the uh, the Guardian website. I'm just going to do it in that order. Is that okay? Yeah, that, that, that's cool. I, I'll, I'll, I'll find it as we go. I've got a feeling this might actually be in the order, the running order as well. So best original screenplay. Best original screenplay. Uh, I mean, that went to... Um, Spotlight. Spotlight, yeah. Um I mean that was that was pretty much nailed on. I think it was always going to be spotlight uh, for, for that. Uh, I, there was no real kind of massive surprise. No, I mean I could have maybe have seen if they were really were being democratic. I could have seen Bridge of Spies maybe maybe eking that out just so they gave it something. But you know, I mean, fair play, best spotlight, first award and last award of the night, and then it's yeah. just nothing in between. Like I, I wonder how. Like in play as such, how the odds on Spotlight went changed as the night went on. The odds it, it was always pretty much second favourite throughout, really. Mm. Um, 
but it, it, it seemed to be it, 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 it shocked a few people. But for instance, um, on um, Sky's coverage, uh, Boyd Hilton and the I can't remember Helen thingy from um, Empire yeah, Magazine. Oh, Helen yeah. O'Hara. Yeah. yeah, they they both had spotlight. They both predicted spotlight was going to win uh, Best Picture. Um, I, I'll be honest. Um, I put um, two pound on spotlight winning it. Um, and and I made money on it. And I, I only put on two. I put money on two Best Picture winners, and it was Spotlight and. Um, I, I, no, I didn't. To be honest, I just had a feeling it wasn't going to win it um, for some reason. I thought it'd pick up cinematography and, and director, and um, Leo would win, but I didn't think it'd win Best Picture. But, but then I, I thought I'll, I'll put. I think Spotlight's going to win it, but I also looked at the odds for Mad Max and just went, "Do you know what? It's not going to win it." But I have so much good feeling it was that film that I'm going to put a few quid on it yeah. just because if it does. Not only am I elated that it's won it, and also I get to have some money as well. I don't want like 240 quid or something stupid right. like that. And at one point, I was starting to go, "Ooh, it did, yeah." Like, but as, as as soon as as soon as well, we'll get we'll, we'll get to the, I, the director. Yeah, I, I woke up about quarter past three in the morning um, this morning, and I couldn't get to sleep. So I was looking at like a like a live blog. Yeah, and they were just saying. Mad Max is doing well. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, but it wasn't to be, unfortunately. So, best adapted screenplay. Adam McKay is now an Oscar winner. Yes, yeah. You it, know, it, holy it, it, shit. It's, it, it's weird, but, but do you know what? It, it, it's, it's cool in that, that um, a few directors have kind of... He's no longer pigeonholed as being... Um, a filmmaker, I suppose, not as much direct, but but he's no longer pigeonholed as being purely comedic. You know, he. he I mean, although I do think the Big Short is is as much kind of a comedy as it is anything else. Uh, it's in a very a very serious story, but in the way that uh, McKay can can kind of tell things with that punch and that spark and that that that, that zip. Uh, again, I think that was one that was probably a bit of a nailed on. Um, not an absolute certainty, but out of those, that was the one I thought would win it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he, he feels like a filmmaker now who, up to a certain limit, has a blank check to do whatever he wants. Like, yeah. $20 million, like, budget, or $30 million. I mm. think they'd just be like, do what you want, bud. Whether it be comedy or dramatic, it, it feels like... I, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what McKay does next, because... He's back. He's going to be doing some writing on Ant Man and the Wasp, but he hasn't announced what his next directorial feature is going to be. And it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see whether he doubles down on the actually trying to be a somewhat dramatic dramatic filmmaker, or if he goes back and just does something with Will Ferrell. And I'd be fine with either. I I, I could see him doing that. I, I could see him going. Do you know what? I went out there. I I showed. You know, I, I told a story I wanted to tell. Which is what he did with with with, um, with the big shot. Uh, he, he told a story about something he's quite he's quite passionate about. But I could see him now going. Do you know what? This isn't this isn't me stepping up a level. This was me taking this was me taking the way I do things somewhere else. I'll go back. You could see him fucking. You could see him turn around and going. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I've got I've got like you say that that blank check up to about sort of forty million dollars. Yeah, Step Brothers too. Yeah, oh, you could you could see that 
Step Brothers 2 or something like that and in in bringing along Gosling and fucking uh, what is it? There, there's one. Step Brothers 2, but it doesn't have Will Ferrell and Watson in it um, and um, John C. Riley. It's uh, Christian Bale and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Oh. But, but just a remake, but oh. with them two. That would be wonderful. <laughs> it would, yeah. That would be wonderful. Oh, my God. Um, best Supporting Actress. So it did kind of feel like it was going to be Alicia Vikander. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. It, it, it's... I mean, I haven't seen The Danish Girl. Um, I, 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 it, it's one that... There's always one where you look at it and you go, really should watch that. But then... It, it it just looks horrible. Yeah, that and forty five years, and I feel bad about forty five years as well because I do want to watch that. But yeah, I, I do. Um... It, it just yeah, I, I like I I just couldn't do it, and especially once I like knew I wasn't actually going to watch the Oscars, I was just like fuck it. If I if I if I was, I probably would have watched it, but now. Frankly, it's all past, and now I'm thinking, oh, I could probably never watch the Danish girl. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at that because, frankly, I just don't care. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I had money on Rooney Mara, but I, I would have quite liked Kate Winslet to, or, or Jennifer Jason Lee, to be fair. I mean, Rachel McAdams was spotlight. It, she was good in it. It didn't feel like she particularly had much to do uh, to be honest it, it, any of those and I, I think it would have been would have been deserved winners to be honest yeah. i haven't seen these kind of so i can't really comment on that but um out of the other ones i mean the fact the fact is lisa vikander it, it, it's a lead role not a supporting role that I mean, is to, to be fair rooney mara i think is equally yeah, as lead role absolutely in Carol, you know you can, you can absolutely uh, argue that so i think any of those but they were all strong performances i think uh much is the same as as as, um, as a lot of them. There was not a lot of weak categories, to be honest. But yeah, I, I think it was a strong category. I at least kind of as much won it for that as, as she did for the, essentially the year that she had. You know? Yeah, she had a stunning year with um, with the Danish girl, with X Mac in her, with uh, the Man from Uncle, and there was a few more within that as well. That, that of youth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was a strong year for her. Mm-hmm. No, I mean fair play to her. Um, and then uh, next was a, a bit of a brace for Mad Max costume design, production design, best makeup and hair. Fair enough. Yeah, abs- abs- absolutely fair enough. Deserved to win. Deserved to win all of them. Yeah. Um, cinematography. Chivo actually did it three, three out of three. Yeah, which which was the, the, the kind of the term where you sort of went, okay, that's that. So mm, maybe the Reverend is gonna that 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 was the one where I thought. Okay, now I, I'm less confident that my Max might spring a surprise and take best picture. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, like to be to be fair, after cinematography, I mean, I bet Tarantino was spitting fucking feathers. <laughs> you know? but, yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you, you can kind of see why. But then again, I don't know. It's a funny one, really. Um, because they're all they're, they all look they're all ridiculously good looking movies um, in that category. It was a really strong category, um, to be honest. What Richardson, uh, what was interesting about the film was the fact that it used something that had hardly ever been used. It was it was a, a way of shooting, you know, that had maybe I think been used thirteen other times, I think, mm-hmm. and it had not been used for near sixty years. So um, there's there's a there's, there's a 
there's a there's a, a another level of technical kind of craft um, that's there. But then again, should that should that influence or not? It's a little bit whether or not it it, it should. Um, and you know, the Revenant's a, it is an incredibly shot movie. It's a great looking movie. Not only is it a great looking movie uh, as a technical feat of achievement for the, for the way it, it's shot. Um, I think a lot of the the more technically um, minded and more technically astute and more technically influenced uh, voters for that will very much have looked at the Revenant and gone, "Well, look at that, look at this, and look at the way this does, and look at the way this does." So I think it, it's it's strange three in a row for him. Is 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 a hell of an achievement, really? I mean, I've got I've got a feeling whatever Roger Deakins shoots this year. He's going to win for Nate. Well, yeah, we, we've got a question um, later on uh, in the show, which actually asks us um, about the fact that Leo just won. We might as well cover it now because I think we're both going to say the same thing. Who's um, the next big one to finally get finally get that fucking what is it? And it's Deacons, isn't yeah. it? Let's be honest, Deacons. What's that? His thirteenth nomination, not won one. I'm going to see what he's actually got doing this year. Because I know we yeah. shot Hail Caesar, but it feels like that was too early and hasn't made as much enough of an impression to be considered, really. But I see what he's doing. Um, God, if he was if he if he was shooting yeah, that in the birth I, of an Asian does. film, he'd fucking win it next year. But because um, that film's going to win everything next year. But um, but yeah, it, 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 it's Deacons is is too long because he's been he's he's been. Frequently, you know, one of the best cinematographers of the past what twenty odd years. Mm. Let's be honest. He's got it's... nothing, nothing planned. Hail Caesar, and the, the next credit is Blade Runner two. There'll be some. He'll do. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, there'll be there'll be some. It's, it's, it's rare for him to take a break, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, he 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 will get one at some points. Um, and you just hope that it isn't just an, an honorary one, to be honest, because that must be a kick in the balls. You've been nominated 13 times if you end up only walking away with an honorary fucking one. Fuck me, man. I mean, he's he's what, like 65 now as well? Yeah. It's like, come on, get him. But, yeah, but he's, I mean, he, he, he's still shooting things in a, in a sort of. He has a very definitive sort of style to himself, but he, he still shoots things very much so that you, you when you're watching it, you go, oh, this is a Deacon's movie. Which is is a big sort of thing, but he still sort of has the he still has a director's influence, I think, on there as well, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, I'm just looking at pictures of Roger Deakins now. I didn't realise he was quite as old <laughs> as he was, bless him. But um, okay, so best editing again, uh, three in a row for Mad Max editing, sound editing, sound mixing. You can't disagree again. It, it's 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 amazing. What is what is kind of staggering is that. It won all the technical awards and then didn't win a certain kind of definitive technical award, which is a little bit like, almost like, well, it, surely I mean, the director has something to do with these people either working on it or the way these people work on it. It was a little bit, a little bit strange. Yeah, I mean, editing's usually a quite the um, signpost for picture as well. Well, um, it was edited by his, his wife, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. I was reading a lovely quote by him today, actually, where he, like, where he's, his wife was like, why do you want me to shoot this? I don't want to shoot this. And he said, You'll, you know, you, I want you to shoot it because if it's a man, he'll uh, edit even. He'll edit it in exactly the same way as all other action films are edited and I want something different. And yeah. 
Uh, it is. It's a fantastically put together, put together movie because it doesn't go for for jumpy edits and jumpy cuts. It's very smooth and seamless, and the edits pop up. But then they, when it's got to go fast cutting, it goes fast cutting. But it's not constant all the way through it. It's a really well, it's a really well um, sort of cut film. To be honest, it, it it really is. It helps add to the pacing of it all. Now, I, I mean, on to what might be my big shock of the night, which. Visual effects. Visual effects. Who the fuck saw Ex Machina actually winning this? Well, yeah, and the strange thing is, I I liked Ex Machina. I didn't think it was as magnificent as many people said it it, it was, but I liked it. I have no ill feeling towards Ex Machina. But I did, when that came out, I did look at it and go and think, ooh, that feels a little bit out of place with all those movies. And then it won it. So... (laughs) Mm. So yeah, it, it's. Um, I don't think the effects look that fantastic in that movie. But then again, you're talking about a movie that cost what, twelve million, eight, twelve million, yeah. versus, you know, every other movie in that is a hundred million plus. So I mean, no, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I mean, I think the 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 effect of the robot is one of the best things about that film. I, like, I'm not massive on Ex Machina. I like it. And I do want to give it a third go. Um, I think but, I need to give it a second go, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was a bit pissed when I watched it the second time around, and I think that really, like, did appreciably harm it. So I'm, I'm willing to write off that watch. But When I saw it, the, the first time I saw it, I saw it in a... Between three, a really, really, really small cinema, and I'm I'm not exaggerating here. There will be people that have bigger TVs than the screen is in the screen three in the real in York. It's tiny. Mm. Um, so maybe if I saw it again, I'd, I'd get a different kind of perspective on it. Fair play, yeah. I I I, I don't know. It's just it's so weird that in a year with Mad Max, The Martian, Star Wars, not so much The Revenant, but you know, that X Machina wins that. I mean, good, you know, good on the effects team, though. I mean, fair fucking play to them. Yeah, I, I personally would have given it to to, to Mad Max or, or The Martian, to be honest. Yeah, I mean... Because, th- th- I mean, that's the thing with Mad Max. I mean, a shitload of it was done practically, but the amount of work done on the visual effects... Mm. to make everything else blend in with the practical stuff is very well, you know, is very well done. I mean, just like the wire removal and all that that kind of shit, you know, the stuff that can't really be seen, you know. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, or maybe The Martian as well, in fairness, but I mean, even fucking Star Wars, you know, I mean, BB-8 it's in itself is a hell of an effect. I, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm knocking X Machina, and maybe I am just because... You know, aside from Ava, what is there? That's it, really. It, it, yeah, and, it, and, and the other and the other robot. But you know, it was, you know it was a mean. strange one. It was a strange one. But but you know, it, a lot of people have a lot of good feeling towards that movie. I, and I don't have any bad feeling towards it. So like, like yourself, you don't have any bad feelings towards it. So you know, fuck it, why not? I mean, Vikanda staring at herself in the mirror for an uncomfortably long amount of time is a pretty great visual effect. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's a weird one. Yeah. Um, best animated short. I'm, I, I know nothing about it. In fairness, but fair play. Um, best animated film. I'm very very glad Anomalisa didn't sneak in there. 
I, it was always going to be Inside Out. Yeah, that, it that, was. That, that was that. that it, it, if, if Inside Out hadn't awarded it, what would it? Won it? Yeah. Uh, then uh, if I was DiCaprio, I'd have got up and just fucking walked off then because you knew that the world was about to fucking open. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was fucking. It was nailed on. Uh, it was a bit strange that uh, Woody and Buzz were um, kind of giving an award to their <laughs> their makers. Nice. Was it? Uh, was it Tom Hanks and Tim Allen? Was it? No, it was Woody and Buzz. What? Woody and Buzz. What do you mean? Presented that award. What? How? Um, it was like essentially like a video thing. So you, they, I, you saw it in video. I, I'm guessing they saw it. Oh, right, saw it okay. the screen. The Millions also presented an award as well. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anomalisa comes out in the UK in the next couple of weeks. I'm really not looking forward to Twitter in the week it comes out. I just no. Um, yeah, it just that fucking film. If it wasn't Charlie Kaufman, people would be fucking hammering it for it being about white male problems. Yeah, but. Like I said, it's the whole it's similar to the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. He's got a lot of fucking credit and a lot of fucking places. To I be honest, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go on a rant, but there's a, a five star review in Empire this month talking about how it's like the most human and heartfelt film in ages, and it's just no, Back it's off. it's a bloke who doesn't appreciate anybody around him and fucks a random in a hotel and then starts losing his mind. And I, he's just a horrible piece of work. And spoiler alert, I don't care. It just, I found it incessantly depressing for an hour and a half. I will watch it, but I, I, I can't say I'm, I'm that full. I'll watch it because Becky wants to watch it more I, than I give a I shit, to be honest. I genuinely don't, I genuinely don't get why people are loving it in the way they do. This, the, the animation is impressive. There's... The, the the first twenty minutes or so is somewhat interesting, but then I think like it's, I, I I don't. Once the novelty wears off. Yeah, I don't I don't get why people seem to think it's such a profound experience, and I watched it very intently and very excitedly, and I don't under I don't understand it. Anyway, <laughs> um, the sheet movie. Well, yeah, you, you were a huge fan of that. I've I, 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 not actually, I've not actually spoken to anybody or read a review of that uh, from anybody that wasn't um, sort of very taken by it. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad Inside Out won. I'm glad Sean the Sheep was there. Um, best supporting actor. Um, I this is the the. One I was angry I had, about this. <laughs> it's the one I had money on that actually paid off. I had money on it to be honest on Mark Rylance. I, 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 I did actually put money on Mark Rylance uh, on, on that one. Um, I uh, I haven't seen Bridges Spies yet, but what I do know, I haven't seen it, but what I do know is that Mark Rylance is probably fantastic in it because he's Mark Rylance and he's fantastic in everything he ever does. He's a very, he's a very, very, very good actor. His performances uh, as Flop in the kids show Bing, mwah. Yeah, but he, he's he's fantastic. He, he is a, a great actor, uh, and he was wonderfully. Um, Erudite when he accepts his speech, and well, then we did like the they have the, the speech, and then they, they go somewhere and they talk to them, like almost like a mini little press conference. He was incredibly kind of humble there, as you would expect from him. He's that kind of character. Um, but, and this is me with my love for Stallone absolutely fucking laid out there. For a start off, 
when it was coming out and they were going through the nom- nominees and everything like that, they cut to Stallone, obviously, when, it, when they said Sylvester Stallone. And I said to Becky at that point, he's not winning this and he knows it. Mm. He had this look of he just kind of, he didn't look excited. He looked almost like, I know this isn't happening. Like, like he knew, he, he just absolutely knew that it wasn't happening for him that with that with that one award because he's picked up pretty much everything else and it the reason why I, I'm I'm a little bit I feel it, it was it, it kind of it disappointed me was I'm sure Mark Rance is fantastic in Bridge of Spies I'm sure he is um, and he's an absolutely deserving winner of the, the Academy Award I'm sure he, he will be I will get around to watch Bridge of Spies I'm actually quite looking forward to it um, but when you take the whole film as, as, as a whole, Creed, quite simply, couldn't happen without Stallone. It, it couldn't happen without Stallone. Because he essentially, although he's not the main character, he's the fulcrum behind the entire film. If that film was didn't have didn't have Rocky in it and was just a Rocky spin-off, no one would give a shit. They, they, they wouldn't. It's not wrong to say that. People wouldn't care that as much as they did. And if it was just a boxing movie, again, people care. Everything rolls around that. And it's a fantastic performance, whilst Stallone is very good. And it kind of almost felt a little bit like Rocky made it 40 years ago. And he's come back round to it. And it almost felt like it was too perfect a moment that he should have won it. And Mark Rylance will go home incredibly happy and everything like with, with, with that award. But... I think he would have gone home happy anyway just to have been fucking invited to the party, never mind actually fucking winning it. Um, so I, that, for me, was a little bit like... I've been such a Stallone fan for all these years that it felt a little bit like, oh, fuck, I was so rooting for you there. It, it just didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I I was fine with it, personally. I, I, I feel bad for Stallone because, in all fairness... I'd be surprised if he's ever even invited to the Oscars alone uh, again, let alone nominated. Um, yeah. You know, but if if we're being truthful about it, but um, well, yeah, that 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 may have had an influence, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so I, mean, I don't know. I was fine with Rylance winning. Um, he's he is very good in Bridge of Spies. I well, mean, he is very good. Me. But his speech was fantastic as well. Really was. Yeah, fun. yeah. I saw. I actually One I saw of the best that. Of the yeah. night. And apparently he 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 actually apologised to Sylvester Stallone at one oh, point bless. during the evening. I actually went up to him and said, you know, I'm very sorry about that. I, I, you know, I, I I do want you to know that that, that I I I I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Um, it was it's quite amusing because it was only ever going to be one of those two um, that was going to win it. Really, wasn't it? There was you know. They all knew it though. Yeah, I, I get the feeling I said to Becky. Um, I think that, that if Tom Hardy had won it, he'd have got really angry that he'd won it. Yeah. <laughs> he'd have probably gone, I don't like, no, I don't want this. I don't like it. Someone else should have won it. You get the feeling that he would have got quite prickly about it. Because, well, it's part of the character he is, I suppose. But yeah, it was it was one of those ones where I'm very glad for Matt Rylance, but I was also gutted for Stallone. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. Like Some of the nominations this year, it's just like, we know Fassbender and Hardy are both winning Oscars within the next five years, say. Oh, absolutely! It, yeah. It's it's happening, you know. Yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel bad for Stallone, but at the same time, he's Stallone. He'll get over it. Yeah, he's, he, he's you know, I, I don't think he he will use that as a measure of his success. I think he'd have liked it, but I don't think he's at the level where it's something that obsessively drives him to win an Oscar. I don't think it's something that enters his enters his mind. No, no. If it was, he'd choose very different roles. Mm. Um, but a short documentary. I just I don't know anything about them. Um, best documentary. Amy won. I suppose that's not too much of a surprise. No, not really. No. Um, best short film. I, again, I know nothing about them. Best foreign language film. It kind of felt like it was always going to be Son of Saul. It feels like the only one anyone was actually talking about. Yeah. Uh, best original score. Kind of the same with that as well. To be fair, if it was yeah. anybody but Morricone, it would have been surprising. Yeah, I mean, and, and his is he he looked he looked genuine when he was he was in tears he, he was genuinely kind of moved by it um uh, you know and he'd been i mean he'd been nominated a ridiculous amount of times and, and never won it um so and it's a fantastic score it really is a, a wonderful score and a thoroughly thoroughly deserved uh for him um yeah it was i mean i i put out a tweet that actually got retweeted 25 times and favourited 100 times. Oh, yeah. Another put was damn happy about Elio's uh, The Hateful Elk Scarf. It's fantastic. Oh, nice fair play. <laughs> so, yeah. So, fucking bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, best yeah, original song. Well. Yeah, you've got something to say about this. Go on. I do have something to say about this. Um, yeah. Um, well, for a start off, they only played three yes. <laughs> at yeah. it. So... Why the fuck were five nominated if you're only going to actually allow fucking three? Because it's an absolute kick in the fucking cunt if one of the fucking two wasn't fucking played. Yeah, they they only they, they announced that a couple of weeks back and said it was because of time constraints, but it just so happened to be yeah. the more famous people. Yeah, um, fucking, it, it's it's disgraceful that um, that that poodle-haired cunt has got a Academy Award nomination uh, that can't even spell his own name. Um, what the weekend? Yeah, okay. what a knob. Um, yeah, um, Sam Smith's song "Right Into the Wall" is a terrible song. Everybody seems to accept that it's a terrible song, um, which is really fucking strange. Um, and then they 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 put Lady Gaga sang um, "Till It Happens to You." literally before the award was coming out. I remember last year when John Legend performed yeah. a song from Selma. And they and were almost was, like, here's the Oscar. And like, it, it, it it's, fucking it's, it's, it took the roof off. And we, we yeah. were watching it and all of us said, wow, yeah. that was, that was, that, that was, that was incredible to the point of where if somebody else won it, they, they, they would, they would literally have been rioting and they would have had to go, I don't want it. Just give it, just give it to common and John Legend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I saw a lot of the Twitter reaction. Have you seen the Lady Gaga performance yet? No. Right. It is quite simply a, a woman pointing at herself for four minutes, shouting, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It it was excruciating to watch. It was embarrassingly... Oh, it, it, it was icky. Because the message and everything behind it is is quite a powerful message, um, you know, and it's fantastic. You've got these. I think there's 28 um, 
you know, rape survivors um, and abuse survivors all sort of stood behind her as you've got Lady Gaga playing the piano with one hand and pointing at the audience while shouting all the words to the song. It, it just felt like she'd just been watching that John Legend performance on repeat going, I need to up that. I need yeah. to make sure everybody's talking about me. And it got to the point of where, when they were announcing the award, I said to Becky, do you know what? I wanted that song to win um, Best Original Song until that performance. I said, do you know what? Now I actually want fucking Sam Smith to win an Oscar just because that was was distasteful, I thought. How much she she just tried. She put she went too over the top and then Sam Smith fucking won it and then acted like a dick. <laughs> yeah, Which was, it, it, like, I don't know. Oh, it was... Because you watch it, and he's going up there saying, I read a thing about Ian McKellen saying that no openly gay man had ever won an Academy Award. And I was thinking, well, I, I can think of two just off the top of my head right now without even kind of, you know, <laughs> delving too fucking deep. And hang on a minute, one of them's engaged to one of your mates, and the other one is somebody you have claimed is one of your idols. So... Hmm. He Sam Smith is a man who has become so wrapped up in his own ego uh, that he said something incredibly stupid to eighty million people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, he later on said as well, like, "Oh, well, there was one before me, was there? Oh, well, two's my lucky number. So you know, whatever." It's like, it's like, nope, it's no, it's actually it's actually three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's another one in there that everyone's fucking forgetting. Just like uh, the um, the memorial thing forgot Jeffrey Lewis. Oh God! Yeah, and 200 odd acting credits over a what 50, 60 year career. I uh, a Paul Walker wasn't there either, was he? I mean, I know yeah, but he was the year before. But... Year before. Paul Walker the year before. Was he? Yeah, he died in 2014. Oh yeah, of course he did. Hmm. Was he on it the year before? Was he yeah, on it then? It's 2015s, yeah. Oh, he was. All right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oscar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. Fine. The memorial. The memorial thing was quite nicely done, actually. Um, that was that was quite that was quite cool. It's weird having Dave Grohl do it, but that was done quite well. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, was it? Was it Bette Midler doing the wing beneath my win- wings, as it always seems to be? No, it, it was uh, Dave Grohl um, doing um, Blackbird. Oh, bloody hell. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was really quite nice, actually. It, was quite, it, it, it worked quite well, actually. Yeah, very nice. Okay. Um, okay, best director. Um, I was convinced it was going to be George Miller. I was absolutely I was... convinced. As well, up until up until um, um, Revenant got best cinematography, and at that point it was like, oh, okay, the Miller's not winning best director, is he now? Um, yeah, you do feel a little bit. You feel a little bit like I don't think Miller cares. I don't think he gives a shit. No, I don't think he cares either. But but I, I think in our A two, really, really, he's somebody who really, really cares. I wouldn't yeah. surprise me if. It, on his business card, it states how many Oscars he's won. Mm. And a bit like when football teams put stars on their badge, yeah. I, I get the feeling there's Oscars along the top of his business card <laughs> for the, what, four he's won? 
five, maybe? Five, is it? What, in Aritu? Yeah, he's got two for directing, one oh, for writing, screen two, yeah. two for best, uh, one for best picture, producing. So he individually actually won like three last year. Yeah. yeah won one this year, so he got four. And I think didn't he get best didn't he get best foreign language at one point as well, I think. So he's got five, I think. Mm, I don't know. I think he got I wanna say Beautiful got nominated for Best Foreign Language. I don't think it yeah. won though. Yeah. I think it yeah, I think that I think that my I think my right on that one, yeah. But yeah, it, it's I don't know. The thing is, of the year, it's a thoroughly, it's a thoroughly deserved um, award. But you just, he's going to get nominated again for something. Um, whereas George Miller's unlikely to get nominated again. Yeah, for, uh, that was exactly my thinking. Yeah, you know, in, in a Ritu, like to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't win anything for a while now. But maybe like. Five ten years, he comes out with something and he and he gets it. You know, it's we, uh... yeah. I mean, he said didn't he on that director's roundtable that he, he's he's not really used to doing films back to back years. Usually, he leaves it quite a few years in between his films, and he just produces a few things. So it's quite strange. He kind of it made the revenant or got the revenant off off the kind of buzz that was already happening with with Birdman. Uh, that was where he kind of got the money for the revenant, and it was this might be the only chance I get to make this, this movie. I think. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, he um, he was already shooting, but I I I think they gave him more money after yeah. Birdman, like to be like, look, all right, I can really do this. And I mean, like to be fair, that that flick's made over three hundred million worldwide, and oh, yeah, considering, been... considering how much it cost, it actually looks like it is gonna turn a profit, you know, mm. and and fair play. But yeah, I, I yeah, it's a shame, but hey, um, yeah. best actress, it was always going to be Brie Larson. Yeah, it was always going to be pretty last on, on, on that one. Um, again, it's a strong category. It's a strong category. None of the performances there are bad performances. Um, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen uh, 45 years with Shark Rapids not giving a bad performance in 40 odd years, so I can't see her giving one that she gets fucking nominated for. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean it's the same with Best Actor as well. I mean, they're, they're barely worth talking about. Like, they were just, they were what they were. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's great for. For DiCaprio to get that, I said you know, a little bit that monkey off his back. I think a little bit. Um, I, I think he was very. I think he was very relieved to win it, and I think it does mean something to him. But I don't think he's obsessively been chasing it as much as people have kind of made out like he has. Um, have you seen the clip of him getting it engraved? Uh, I saw something about that. What was that about? Because uh, they had to take it to get it in, to get essentially the, the engraved and the plate put on it. Um, and he's he sort of the woman's sort of doing it, and he says, "Oh, do, do you do this?" Every year, and she goes, uh, "Yeah." And he goes, "Yeah, well, I, see, I won't know." <laughs> and then they give him like a care pack. And he goes, "I've got to maintain it and take care of it." And she's like, um, "Yeah." And he says, "What, like, like water it and stuff?" <laughs> and she just starts laughing. And you just look at him going, "Oh God, you are a charming bastard, aren't you? Yeah. You really are." I, I said like, last night, you know, he's the sort kind of guy. You imagine he pisses champagne. That is just how yeah. fucking classy DiCaprio is. And it was quite interesting that um, on everybody, when the speech got to a certain level, which wasn't very long, the music started. And Inaritu just talked until they stopped. Um, 
they didn't do it with DiCaprio. It was like somebody went to, and they went, fucking don't, cut it, cut it, cut it. If you start playing music on DiCaprio, there could be a riot yeah. right now. Um, so it was, it, it, yeah, it was quite it was quite amusing that they didn't bother with DiCaprio. Um, it ain't going to be his first, let's be honest. But, yeah, and all this, all this bullshit of, oh, it's just a shame this was the film he won it for. No, it's not. It's not a shame that it's just the only fucking no, one. It's, it's a perfectly decent performance. Yeah, you know, it I is. Mean, you know, it's... I mean, like, to be fair, I would have been happy if he won it for Django. You know, it, I mean, it is what it is, but... I, I think I think he should win it for Wolf. He was never going to win it for Wolf in the first fucking frame of the... Well, first sequence of the film, he snorts coke out of a hooker's ass. He was never going to win it for... I mean, look, it's the look, same look, as Fastbender was never going to get nominated for Shame. No, no, quite. I mean, looking at the nominees, though, I mean, like, I... Apart from Fassbender, I, I kind of think DiCaprio is the one there. I think yeah, Fassbender is, yeah. and DiCaprio are pretty tied neck and neck, really, there. Well, so. the thing is, um, I, I'd have been, you know, I think DiCaprio was the deserved winner. My second choice after that would have been Matt Damon, um, closely followed by Fassbender. Um, again, I've not seen a Danish girl, but I, 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 that film's been so badly received that, that I don't understand how Ray Bans got fucking nominated. Uh, I think it's just he he is just so hot right now, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit now, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the sort of guy who, that's his two nominations. I can see him never getting nominated again now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, he, no, he won. He won the Razzie for Jupiter Ascending. He did. Um, what was great was was Brian Cranston when they cut to him for the little. Uh, you know, with, and you know Brian Cranston, Trumbo, and he, he just kind of had this grin and was just like, "I'm not winning. No, I'm not winning." Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was so Brian Cranston because he's an incredibly charismatic guy. It was fantastic. And Matt Damon had the same thing of, "We're not winning. Why? 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 It should just all just be on DiCaprio." <laughs> you'd, you'd be so tempted just to get really, really pissed. Well, um, I'm pretty sure um, what's it? Uh, Ruffles was pissed. Mm. I'm pretty sure he was drunk uh, when it went to him. Uh, Matt Damon looked like he had a bit of a buzz on, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, good on him as well. It's like, fuck it, if you don't have to make a speech, you don't actually have to stand up. Yeah, and also, harm. also as well, the, um, did you see the thing, have you seen the thing about Chris Rock um, put out, uh, did the Girl Scout cookies thing? No. He did like a Girl Scout cookies where he did a big sort of skip with his daughter's Girl Scout cookies team was selling out Girl Scout cookies to the relevant lots of other people in the audience and they were buying them. And one of the great ones is DiCaprio buy some. Um, and then there's a thing of him opening it, but he happens to have his tongue stuck out at the time. So he's opening this packet of cookies, just going like that. <laughs> and it's, it's brilliant just google Oscars DiCaprio cookies it's fantastic okay, it's a now. great picture Oscars uh, DiCaprio cookies but there was there was fun moments in it in, in it like that well oh, I don't know I'll see if I can if you can't find oh yeah no he's kind of got his <laughs> mouth slightly open hasn't he yeah Oh, that's gold. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. So the, the the you know it was it was that it was, it was let's be honest, it was his night. It was DiCaprio's night tonight, and I think he's 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 been so good for twenty odd years um, that he kind of he deserved this night a little bit. It, that was that almost seemed as you were watching it 
more important than best picture in a way. As, yeah. as weird as it sounds. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, no, I yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, there you go, Spotlight. It just, it. I really like Spotlight. I it love Spotlight. Of, it, it feels like it's going to be the, the the year that DiCaprio won, and that's yeah, it that, is. That's it. You know, it that is, really it is, is it. It's, it's the DiCaprio Awards this year. It, it, that's what it was. Um, but you know, the thing is, none of them would have been bad winners for Best Picture. None of them would have been. They'd have all been wonderful winners. I think it would have been really, it would have been really nice if uh, if Mad Max won it. Um, I think a lot of people were just believe that The Revenant didn't win it over Mad Max and that it was something else won it. I, that seems to be a, a little bit of that. The Revenant seems to have, there seems to be a bit of a backlash towards The Revenant, which is really strange because it's a, it's a very good film. Um, but yeah, it was a shame that, that Mad Max didn't get it. It, it, it kind of, it, it seemed like a, a film that, that so many people have kind of got behind and it took everyone by surprise how good it actually was and critically and even commercially, you know, yes, it didn't make as much as as your average Marvel movie, for instance, but but it still it still turned a profit and it's it caught a zeitgeist, I think. I mean um, shit, dude, a mad a Mad Max film like just did have just won the most Oscars at an Oscar night. Yeah, it, it, it's incredible. Um it really is incredible. Spotlight, it's it's strange that Spotlight won, what, two? Two, two Academy Awards yeah, that, that, and one of them's Best Picture. That That's feels a really, really weird to me. It does. It feels really off-centre. It's a little bit like, so hang on a minute, it, it, it had the best writing, but it didn't have the best acting. Um, it didn't have the best anything technical. But it was the best film. Yeah, it, I mean, it again, a little it's, bit... it, it's, the, it's the preferential ballot thing, which is yeah, it's yeah. the only category where that happens. And I, I, I got a feeling that film was an awful lot of number twos and number threes. Maybe not that many number ones. Well, that's it. That's it. And you get a feeling that Mad Max might have, might have got more number ones. Uh, the Revenant might have got more number ones. But it also got more number eights and number nines um, within that. So that's why you could see out of them, you know, it wouldn't have surprised me if, if, if the way that it works, if it was Spotlight, Big Shot, and then Revenant or, or, or Mad Max. Uh, within that, you know, because yeah, twos, threes, and fours, you know, they'll have helped. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, sorry, I just had a, a tweet, a tweet from Brad saying, "When are we recording?" And fuck, I feel bad for not getting back to him. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, but fuck. Anyway, um, actually, just on the questions as well, just because it's uh, it's the only other question we had, and it is Oscary. Uh, the great SD. If you find fellas were handing out the Oscars this year, who would have got them? Uh, um, I, I, I wouldn't have disagreed too much with the ones that that, that won. Like I say, uh, I think it covered it. I'd, I'd have given best um, cinematography. Um, I'd have given it to uh, Richards just because I, I, I did really like the way that I did like the visuals within Hateful Eight. You see, I, I would have given it to Ed Lackman for Carol just because that. The look of that film is something as memorable to me as the as the performances, and that's quite striking. I think the and the score. To be fair, like I would have been really happy if Carter Burwell won. That is that score is some really nice it's, 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 yeah. music. It's, it's a lovely score. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I, um... I, I, it just I, I I that film's out on iTunes in a few weeks, and I'm really looking forward to rewatching it. I, I do like me some Carol, but hey, 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm Miller for Mad Max, totally. Yeah, absolutely, you know, Miller. I, I don't begrudge Spotlight, but mm. you know, I, 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 I mean. No, do you know what? I'm fine with Spotlight. Fuck it. Like, in terms of Oscars, mm. like, why? I'm just glad Mad Max was at the party. It was at the party, and it, it, it might not have gone on with the prettiest girl, but it went on with the most. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, the, the one that, that, that really did kind of, what is it, was, was, was Stallone. Yeah, that, that kind of, that, that, I would like to have Stallone to have got it, but that's more because of my... You, adoration for the, for the for the man to be honest yeah i mean this is the thing it's like all all the way along i've been saying this i am i've been fine with it this year yeah. and it's weird i think my interest in it has somewhat waned this year just because i've been like whatever wins is fine by me i thought they were pretty much all really for the, the categories i really care about were all really solid nominations absolutely yeah it, it was it was a really it was a it was a weird year uh, for film because there was not there was not one singular film where you went that is the best film yeah that will win it there was three or four that you were looking I, at going that could win it that could win it that could win it it was a it was a solid a really solid year for movie there's no bad year for film there isn't it when people say oh it was a disappointing year for film it's like well, you didn't fucking watch enough then dickheads um, it was a really good year there was a there was fewer nine out of tens and tens out of tens but there was a really high amount of eight out of tens yeah I, yeah no exactly i just I, i'm looking at that the best picture list again and i think it's one of the strongest best picture lists in ages yeah because you, you could quite easily throw three or four others at it and say well they would have been in, in perfect company within I, that I, so i think maybe apart from brooklyn i think all of them are in my top 20 and i think if brooklyn's not it would be in my top 25 I, yeah, so, I, 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 there's a couple there that won't be won't be oh, mine, but, but I don't feel anything bad towards. I, I will say, Saoirse Ronan's going to win in the next few years. Yes, yes, she will. You know, like she's she's had a couple of nominations now, and yeah. she's she's made the transition from child actress to act like leading actress very very comfortably. Yeah, and she she's gonna have a win in the next few years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, no question. Um, so, okay, so, uh, let's do, all right, so. Oh, we, we do actually have one of the actual Oscars question, actually. Oh, sorry, okay. From Dan. Oh, Mondo Dan, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. uh, says, what was the worst film to have won best film at the Oscars in the last 15 years? Right, Oscar best picture list. Yeah. I don't mind straight away. So let's see, let's see if yours is the same as, see I mean... if yours is the same as mine. Avatar is uh, coming didn't out. Didn't win it. Sorry? Didn't win it. Oh, of course it didn't. Of course it fucking it. didn't. Sorry. Quite right. Uh, right. Come on then. Right, so Spotlight, Birdman, 12 Years a Slave, Argo, The Artist, of oh, The King's Speech, uh, The Hurt Locker, Slumdog, No Country, The Departed. Oh, crap. Crash Million Dollar Baby. Oh, God, uh, Lord of the Rings, Chicago, A Beautiful Mind. King's Speech, it's a fucking ITV drama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's directed by such a fucking Tory as well. The kids are all right, fucking got nominated. Yeah, it did, yeah. That's a fucking weird one. God, that actually got nominated for Best Picture. Jesus. 
Well, it, it, it had it had certain things. Oh, then again, 2011, extremely loud and incredibly close, got bloody nominated. Yeah, a film, a film that, that got nominated despite the fact that nobody in the world has watched it. God, that's mental. That is. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, it, it's you know, Million Dollar Baby is a is a rough one, um, and Crash is a strange one. Um, but yeah, it's the King's Speech. It's a piece of shit as a movie. To be honest, I really, really dislike that movie. There are some mental mom- nominees looking back, though. I mean, yeah. God, 2008. No wonder they were like, we need to get some more blockbusters up in here. Slumdog, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. Reader, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, some of the movies are perfectly decent, but it's a weak running list, that. It's, it's, it's like a list of movies that no one gives a shit about now. The guy who wrote the reader, I renewed his car insurance when I was working for the AA, and I took two hundred <laughs> quid off it just because he uh, he directed the, uh, he wrote the reader. I was like, "Fuck it, David Hare, <laughs> I'll take some money off your car insurance." Why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, so that was that was that was a question from 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 Dan there. Nice, yeah. Fucking god, up in the air got nominated. Sea Biscuit got nominated. Did it? Oh. Back in 2003. God, okay, what else no. have we got here? The Cider House Rules. I didn't mind the Cider House Rules. It's a good film. Got the full Monty got nominated. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Fast, well, this is very interesting. <laughs> no, I've never seen Quiz Show. I do need to... Quiz Show's very good. Yeah, I need, I need, very, to, very good. I need to rectify that. Yeah, oh, God, I, the Prince of Tides. I thought that said the Prince of Thieves then. <laughs> God, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't get nominated. Bloody hell! The Silence of the Lambs, Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and the Prince of Tides. Mm. Awakenings got nominated for Best Picture. Awakenings got about four, four or five nominations. A ghost! Bloody hell! This is mental. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying this. Anyway, right, okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's move on, and uh, we'll talk some what we watched. Um, the forest. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Go on then. What do you reckon? Uh, it's just bobbins, really, wasn't it? There's not really that much to say about it. It's just shit. Yeah, I mean, it's shit. Yeah, I I don't know. They made Natalie Dormer seem really dull. And you know, you watch her in Game of Thrones, and it's like, no, how well, have they fucking yeah, done that? Yeah, I mean, she's. <sighs> got a feel for a blessed but it, it, it's a bad film you know the, the acting it's pretty rough i don't know what she's like in game of um tits and death um because i don't I, I don't watch it um so i don't know whether she's actually very good as an actress or she's just very willing to take a top off um so i've no kind of coming to it within that i've seen other things and she was pretty piss poor in the, the hunger games which was quite good in the counselor um in that, so I, I'm not really sure what act, acting chops are like, but it's a terribly written movie. Twins can just twins can tell when the other one's alive. Now, Ooh, yeah, that... one twins a um, one twins got dark hair and the other one's got blonde but, hair. Yeah, but there's a low hum. Yeah. I, I, I wanna, I, I would like, I'd like a flashback to the sequence where they realise they could both hear each other, where it's just like, can you hear that? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Mum, can you hear that? No, I can't. Dad, can you hear that? Nope. 
<laughs> the thing is, it was everything was so fucking phoned in with that that movie. It was it was it, every surprise was like that's not a surprise. Like the bit where she picks up the uh, image viewer, um, and she picks up that. I turned around to Becky and said. And in that image viewer is going to be the images of what actually happened to her parents. And Bex just went, yes, it is, isn't it? Even though click, I, click, I will click. say, you know, I WhatsApped you and said there was like one. Was, was it that said, one? Yeah. Yeah. I was really pissed off with myself for it actually You working. should be. <laughs> like, it, was, it, it was so fucking ripped off of sinister. It isn't true. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I just like, that's the thing. I mean, but it wasn't. The, literally, the only reason why it made me jump is because it was loud. It, yeah, it, th- that movie is 93 minutes long, and 92 of them are a filler. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 guess, I mean, the thing is, the, the, the premise is intriguing enough. and I thought... There's a forest. There's a forest where if people go in it after 40 hours, we just don't motherfucking looking for them. Yeah. That sounds like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, but I mean, I, I like, I like the, the idea of it. But I mean, between this and that sea of trees, it does kind of seem like we're probably never going to have a film forest. about this forest ever again. But I like the the opening. I kind of, I at least like the way that it was kind of cross cutting between her going to Japan and like you kind of finding out what was actually happening and why she was there. But then you get past that and. The, the guy that she meets and it's like the oh is he a bit dodgy no no he's <laughs> not he's not she quite literally gets warned that that is going to happen and still doesn't fucking realize <laughs> this is this is the thing i mean for him right she accuses him and like attacks him and then she falls down that hole and then he finds her and she's like the for it's making me see things that aren't real it's me and then right he's like okay i'll get you out and then, twenty minutes later in the film, it, again it's her accusing him and then attacking him. And why doesn't he just say? I mean, first off, he should be calling her out on the humming thing more. But yeah. why doesn't he just say, "Right, calm the fuck down"? You've said yourself earlier on this forest is making you see things. If I wanted you to die, I would have left you in that hole. But no, instead he's like. Give me the knife. Yeah, yeah. Give he me acts the knife. dodgy. Yeah, he yeah. acts dodgy. It, uh, yeah, that's 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 the thing. I, mean, I suppose it's, it's a question of is he acting dodgy in her head or not? But, yeah, but the problem is, it is you know that he's not. <laughs> you, I mean, all the way through, you know he's not. He what he wants to he, like he what he he's interviewing her. He's like, look, this is. I'm going to write this as an article, straight up. I'm going to help you. I'm, go- but I want to write it. I want to write about this, you know. And then it's right. You go into the forest, and then I'm not going to leave you by yourself. He could have just as easily have fucked off with that other guy. Mm. No, you know, I mean, killed her in her sleep. Yeah, doesn't do that. Oh. You know, yeah, he wants to fuck her, but when he tries it on, she backs away. Yeah, and he's like, all right, then fair enough. Yeah, and he's, he a, good, actually... he's a good dude. He is. He's fine. He's, he's perfectly fine. And what does he and get then she stabs him. Gets fucking murdered. It's stabbed. Yeah, murder. It's just murder. <laughs> That's what that is. It's just murder. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 bobbins. I mean, it, really, it, got, yeah, it is absolute bobbins. But not offensively so. Like it didn't. 
It's not it, nasty. No, no, it's not nasty. It didn't actively piss me off. No, not me. It just bored me. Yeah, I just thought, right, okay, fine. So she's seeing all this shit, and we're going to do the bit where she's in the tunnel, and then the bit where it looks like the guy's turning on her, and then we're going to have the twist at the end. And I <laughs> love the fact as well. It's like, where was the sister? Oh, she got lost. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't think of anything. Uh, I mean, that, that, yeah, brilliant. Oh, we need to go back in. We need to go back. Oh, no, wait, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and again, nobody, like, it's just like, all right, fine. Oh, oh, all right. Can, can you feel it in your twin bones? Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. But there you go. That's, I'm glad we had Oscar talk because that's <laughs> all glad, we yeah. could have done. Because we, we, we couldn't have, we couldn't have eked out a 20 minute review of that. <laughs> no, God, no. Um, Right, what else have you got on what you watch, mate? I'll be honest with you, my throat is killing me, so I don't know how, how much longer I can go. I, I, I've got about another five minutes, five, ten minutes before I have to go anyway. Um, I've got a couple, yeah. Have you got a couple? Yeah, I mean, let's just, let's just ram through them. Go on then, speed round, go. Okay, uh, Clue, <laughs> for some clue. reason. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it, was on, clue. it was on Netflix UK. Uh, I've seen it before, it's quite fun. Um, some of the jokes are pretty outdated. One of the characters, there's like, it, it's about all the characters being blackmailed, and one of them is played by, um, I think it's the character played by Michael McKean. He's being blackmailed because he's gay, and it's like, whenever it's mentioned, like, the other guys just back away from him. It's like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, really? Um, so, yeah, clue, but it's quite fun. Tim Curry's good value in it, so hey, it's on Netflix UK. There you go, done. Spectre, I rewatched Spectre. Um, I still have problems with it, but I, I think it's a decent action film. That's that's kind of about it. I have a lot more time for Skyfall and Casino Royale, but I'm still fine with Spectre. If it's going to be Daniel Craig's last one, I, I'm kind of okay with it being, considering the way he goes out. If they're just going to yeah. reboot Bond again, brilliant. You know, yeah. fine. Um, and, uh, oh God, there's one other. There's one other. There's one other. What the fuck was it? Hang on. No, this is going to annoy me. Mm. Ah, fuck. 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 What oh, else? your letterbox. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Fuck. What else did I watch? What else did I... Oh, yeah, the eagle was landed. All uh, right. Um, yeah. Wow, oh, man, I wish I didn't forget that. So it was on movie. It expired yesterday. But really, really interesting, this. It's a men on a mission film yeah. in World War Two, but yeah. the men on the mission are Nazis trying to keep working that Winston Churchill. <laughs> it's like, all right then, what? Yeah. Michael Caine's a Nazi who it's just, just... Who conveniently has a perfect British accent, which is great yeah. for his infiltrating. It's a strange movie, isn't it? I mean, like the thing is, it's it's not trying to make you sympathetic towards them at all, but yeah. it does kind of say that the boots on the ground guys. You know what? If one of them sees a little girl nearly drowning, he's probably going to try and save that little girl. Yeah. You know, they're not. They, you know, the boots on the ground guys were not all Hitler. evil bastards. You know, they. I mean, they were obviously doing very, very, very bad things. But at the same time, there were. There, you know, there's humanity to them, which I think is quite a brave thing to be saying. Mm. Frankly, I mean, Jesus Christ, could you imagine? Like, I don't know, like the 7-7 uh, seven, seven attacks from the point of view of, uh, uh, you know, of the terrorists. And, and, I mean, there's no way they'd be able to do that. Um, no, it, 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 it's, it's that whole, you know, there's, there's, there's two sides to every story and, you know, 
not everyone was behind the evil maniacal madman. Yeah, but I mean, I, I also wonder. Pawns, essentially. No, absolutely. But maybe the fact that you know, it's a plot to kill Winston Churchill. It obviously doesn't work out. Yeah. You know, like spoiler alert, it's not Inglorious Bastards. No, it's not Inglorious Bastards. You know, but it, it's interesting seeing how how it goes. And Donald Sutherland plays like an IRA affiliated Irishman with ginger yeah. hair who has a relationship with Jenny Agatha. What's not to love? Um, so yeah, the Eagles landed solid. That yours. Uh, right, I'll, I'll speed round mine. Uh, rewatched Hamburger Hill. Um, oh, nice. It's it's a great movie. Um, Don Cheadle doesn't look any different, uh, yeah. and it, it, it's near thirty years old. Um, a very bizarre score from um, Philip Glass that kind of arrives towards the end, and he's only in it at the end. Um, it's not possible with, with the. Uh, the collection of other kind of seminal Vietnam movies, but it, it is a very, very good and very um, entity and important story, I think, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna, it's, 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 it's one I've watched a few times. Uh, I watched Brooklyn's Finest. Um, I've never seen it before, to be honest. The Anton uh, Fuqua one. Um, it's like Richard Gere, weirdly enough. Um, yes. Don Cheadle, um, Wesley Snipes, and what is it? It's... <sighs> Of that kind of ilk of movies, it's, it's two and a bit hours long. It's way too long. Um, I think I've seen this, but I genuinely can't remember if I definitely have or not. Of that kind of that 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 sort of mid sort of to late noughties, you know, started with Training Day and you know recently Triple Nine, but they were all very similar. So you had like Street Kings and, um, and there's other ones within that. Um, it's nowhere near the level of some of those other ones, to be honest. It's a bit dull. Uh, Maze of the Scots Trials. Uh, watch that. Uh, it, it's way too long. Way too long. It's another one that's two and a bit hours long. It should have been a 90-minute film. There's a decent 90-minute movie in there that's ruined by being two and a bit hours long. To How intense is it for a 12A? Not that, to be honest. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, no, not, not that. Uh, this is, don't be wrong, there's a good movie in it. There's a good movie. There's a good 90-minute, maybe over a 100-minute movie in that. But, yeah, it's too long. It's just it's too long. Uh, it's kind of, it's brought down by that, to be honest. Um, and I rewatched. watched uh, actually, I watched uh, What Doesn't Kill You, uh, a Brian Goodman written and directed movie starring uh, Ruffles, um, um, Ethan Hawke, kind of, who play... Um, small time crooks uh, in and around a, a little South Boston town um, and you know they're, they're trying to go straight um, but they're not really trying to go straight it's the weird thing that's what it's pitching it as but they're not none of them are trying to trying to go um, straight it, it, it's not worth watching it's on uh, Netflix UK but I wouldn't I wouldn't rush to it uh, and I rewatched uh, Black Hat um, oh nice I, I really like Black Hat yeah I really, really like Black Hat. I, I mean, you know, you mentioned the other day um, that um, yeah, the director's cut. The director's cut. I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to hopefully that arriving somewhere uh, out there. I'd be very surprised if it doesn't end up somewhere um, coming out in some format at, at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I really, really like Black Hat. It's very much a Michael Mann film. There are sequences in it that I think are genuinely fantastic. It is not without its issues, don't get me wrong, uh, absolutely. But the um, the sequence along the corridor as they're exiting, um, the uh, and then you've got the the Chinese uh, SWAT team is coming at the guys from that side, and you've got 
uh, Hemsworth and um, all his crew coming at them from that side, and yet they managed to get away. It's a fantastic sequence. Um, and then you've got the the, the, the blowout esque uh, finale uh, is, is also very good. Uh, it, it flows a lot better on its second viewing, to be honest. It, it kind of it all has a little bit more kind of symmetry to it, uh, and it, it feels a lot tighter uh, within it. And I do think that um, Chris Evans was very good in it, but I, I really do like really do like Blackheart, to be honest. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm really, I really, really, really want to watch the director's car. I really, I, I liked, I liked Blackheart. Yeah. More than enough, but I'm I'm looking for I, I want to like it more. Yeah, cause I, there's, 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 when you're watching it now, you know now I knew that there's director's cut. You, you are, I was watching it going, that's in the longer cut, and that's in the longer cut, and that's in the longer cut, and you, you know you can tell there's there's this stuff with Viola Davis and Hot McCartney uh, in there that you I'm guessing are in the director's cut. It's four minutes longer, but there are sequences deleted. So yeah, there is. There's bits come out, and it's it's, it's completely repolished. I think is what Man said, haven't he? Yeah. So yeah, I, I would love to see that at some point. Nice. Uh, that's that's it for me. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So uh, let's get the f out of Dodge then. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, next week is episode 150, and we're doing a double bill, which we are, yes. very, very neatly sums up Dude and a Monkey, I think. It's a very appropriate week. Yes. What are we doing, Mark? Uh, we're doing um, London Has Fallen, uh, and oh. we're doing Hail Caesar. Yes. So we're doing a, 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 a Cohen um, kind of homage to uh, Hollywood Excess, 50s Hollywood Excess, uh, and a, a movie about stabbing people. <laughs> I've got Hail Caesar at half ten on Saturday morning. I'm, I'm going out with work people on Friday. I'm going to be hungover on Saturday. So what better way to, to just well, like, I'm, I'm brothers and stabbing. Yeah, I've got Hail doing... Caesar at ten thirty. London has fallen at twelve fifty. Boom. That's a great day out. Uh, I'm doing uh, London has fallen on Thursday. Yeah, it comes out on Thursday. Yeah, it, it does. It? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to see that on Thursday um, uh, uh, in the morning, uh, and then I'm going on Sunday morning to see Hail Caesar. So. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to both. In fact, yeah, I could go. I mean, if Hail Caesar was was on a preview, I'd go and see that on Thursday as well. Double bill it on the day, but I don't think it actually comes out till Friday, does no, it? It's about Friday. Cool. Yeah. So should be, should be a laugh next week, I think. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, we'll have more stuff on the YouTube uh, account as well. I'm sure there will be a football thing arrive. I did actually record one for uh, the FA Cup, but then I couldn't get it out in time because of, of work commitments, yeah. and so it felt a little bit redundant to do it. I was going to do a reactionary piece to um, the Carling Cup. Uh, what is it with my? Oh, plan. you don't want to do that. But I was I I was just too fucking distraught. <laughs> underestimate how upset I get uh, at these things, which is quite crazy. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to do one at some point this week, because um, I've got a bit of time off uh, work, fingers crossed, uh, this week. Uh, so yeah, so I will finally have the website up and running as well. Ace, good man. And, yeah. uh, I, I will have a Let's Forget Physical out. Um, there's not been much out the last couple of weeks, so I didn't do one last week, but I will have one this week. Cool. Okay, so yeah, let's go. Uh, thank you very much for listening, folks, uh, and watching. Uh, we'll speak to you yeah. next week, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.